real good 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 Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Real Good Show. I am Justin Morissette, joined as always, or at least tonight. Hopefully, we get a second episode. We'll see. Joined as always <laughs> by uh, the other men with microphones sitting at this kitchen table. We will start with the gentleman sitting directly across from me. You know him as the guy who killed Scott Bayo on Twitter, and uh, also as... In and, er- and in real life, too. <laughs> <laughs> and an, uh, an erotic uh, John Taffer from Bar Rescue Role Player, ladies and gentlemen, Stefan Heck. How's it going, guys? Um, <laughs> me, are we, this is a Bar Rescue-focused podcast. Yeah, this is the Bar Rescue podcast. Okay. Um, we just decided to call it Real Good Show because that's exactly what Bar Rescue yeah. is. <laughs> a real good We're doing the Pirates <laughs> episode, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you watched it before yeah. you came to join us here today. Yeah. And the third man with a microphone may as well introduce him because you've already heard him speak. You know him, you love him as a stand-up comedian, a curler, and the oh. substitute teacher of choice in the Surrey School District, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, John Cullen. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's actually what TOC stands for. Most people think teacher on call, but it's actually teacher of choice. So, uh, of choice. so thank you for uh, you know, thank you for everyone uh, recognizing that. Yeah, recognizing the proper nomenclature. Someone, uh, someone got there. So yeah, glad to be here as always. Now this is a sports podcast. Uh, it, it's it's a sports podcast. It's also a bar rescue podcast. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, <laughs> I, ideally, in the future, we are looking to have some guests on and uh, not just uh, have the three of us gents talking, but uh, maybe bring some lady energy in here at some point. Yeah. Regardless, uh, it's the three idea. of us here tonight. There's no guest on episode one because uh, we are our own guests. Nobody really knows who we are. So. <laughs> We're doing this podcast. It's going to be great. We promise. I just want to clarify, you said Bar Rescue and sports, but I kind of consider Bar Rescue to be a sport. It's own sport. Yeah. yeah, because like, you know, there's there, rules. There's winners and losers. Not yeah. every bar gets rescued. Yeah, I, I think the majority of them don't get rescued. <laughs> I've never seen an episode. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm aware of John Taffer just through uh, <laughs> his fake Twitter presence that you have created, but I've never actually seen an episode of the program either, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm assuming that it's kind of like Kitchen Nightmares. He's like the Gordon Ramsay of pubs. Yeah, if Gordon Ramsay was like from New Jersey, basically. <laughs> So if Gordon Ramsay was Chris Christie, yeah. and That's, then yeah. he tried to save bars. <laughs> but like a really like buff and stern, disappointed. Well, he doesn't Chris have Christie. he doesn't have like a head. It's just like a neck that keeps going, right? It's a, he's a giant thumb. Yeah, essentially. Essentially, okay. yeah. Rescuing bars. <laughs> and uh, it's like the same sort of... <laughs> This is so far off topic, and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> we promise oh. our podcast is about sports. Hey, eventually, it's, it's the sports podcast where we try and fail to discuss sports. <laughs> we can it's guarantee the that. Podcast on Earth. <laughs> week to week, yes. Real good show, of course. Uh, if you are not from the Vancouver area, real good is the highest compliment that a sports player in the game of hockey 
is, at least in the city of Vancouver, can be given. Uh, everything is real good. That's about the peak compliment that things get. And uh, so Willie Desjardins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie Desjardins ism. I think Jim Benning says it sometimes too. I'm it's, assuming he it's does. just kind of like a like middle Canada, like prairie sort of. Yeah, it's a Canada. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, real good. Yeah. yeah. Oh real yeah, good. real good, yeah. eh? Oh, just yeah. real good. So uh, that's our show title, and this is us talking, <laughs> and this is what the show will be, hypothetically speaking. I do have to say, uh, this is not the first podcast that John and I have tried to do together. <laughs> <laughs> we got kicked uh, out of the BCHL. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did a, a little uh, <laughs> podcast for a BCHL team that will go unmentioned, but shouldn't be hard to figure out who it is. And uh, we're told to never, ever do that again. So well, I think it was more, it's mostly my fault. Uh, to be honest, I think you were you were just doing your job, and I uh, I wrecked it. I think. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I thought it was great. It's well, still you were on being my paid, SoundCloud. and I was doing it for free. So if I felt like I could say whatever right I want. And you want to go back and listen to it? They demanded that I take it off the internet. I never did that. Feel free to listen to it. SoundCloud are so inclined. Um, but yeah, I guess we could talk a little bit about ourselves and uh, who we are before we dive into the issues of the day. And of course, we're taping this on Thursday night. It's not going to drop until Friday morning. And at this point, given the time of year that it is in sports. Uh, everything that we discussed tonight will probably have changed dramatically by tomorrow morning. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's the NBA draft tonight. It's the NHL draft tomorrow. And uh, that is, of course, trading season in the major uh, sports that I pay attention to. <laughs> I guess the NFL is still number one, but not in my book. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, this, is, this, is the, this is the show, boys. <laughs> what, what would you like to talk about? I thought we were going to introduce ourselves. Yeah, we could do that. Though. You can you're talk about really, yourself a little you bit. Gotta, you're going to get better as, as host. I yeah, think. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's only one way to go from here, right? <laughs> no, there's two ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a second way. Well, I feel like I've done a ton of talking already, and I could continue to talk about myself and give myself an introduction, but I'll, I will pass the buck over to uh, one of you two gents. Sure. I'll, uh, yeah, I think a lot of you guys listening to this follow me on Twitter, um, and you know that I'm like a huge idiot, <laughs> pretty much, if you see anything that I've ever written, ever. Um, Real good show. Yeah. Um, That's so what I'm just going to say. Anytime we say something really dumb. Real good show. That's going to be Real like good. our... We're going to be saying that a lot, tagline. I think. Yeah. The subtitle, though, Real of course, sh- is the shittiest podcast in the world, so we do humble ourselves a little bit. <laughs> But so yeah, far, I mean, so you, you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm kind of an idiot, but if you follow me on Twitter, you're kind of an idiot too. Yeah. So, and if you're listening to me talk, then, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to sell myself short here, but, um, so you're doing a great job. Yeah. Set the bar low. a funny talking <laughs> so guy, I guess. Uh, I write words that laugh yeah. about the words. You recently didn't see the Entourage movie. No, on mushrooms. No, that didn't. No, I saw Jurassic World yesterday. Actually. Okay, well, yeah. we can talk about that. In yeah. a little bit. That was a movie. Sports guys. <laughs> yeah. Jurassic hey, World. Hey, Raptor Buddies, man, is the future of film. I think. <laughs> but I yeah, want, that's that's me, I guess. I want to see the Raptors starring in all the different movies that the Air Buddies got to do, but just with Raptors. I think that. That would be. Uh, that would be yeah, I don't know how they would interact with like the children. <laughs> Because it's like it's like a kids sports movie. This is a sports thing we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But dinosaurs also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like you know, the dinosaurs would kill. The kids up with pun, what are it the doesn't just titles? have to be 
Airbud. It could also be MVP, most vertical primate, most valuable primate. Most extreme primate. That too. That's MXP. I but think uh, we'd have to find out a different thing that started with P because I think we'd turn the V into Velociraptor. That just seems natural. Most Velociraptor primate. <laughs> <laughs> It fits. The I was film. just thinking of dinosaurs to start because I didn't. I was thinking like, oh no, we should just do it with pterodactyls. It could be <laughs> most valuable pterodactyl. And then kids would be like, isn't that NVT? And then it sound really smart. Like, no, pterodactyl actually starts with P. Little Jimmy. Well, you are a teacher, of course. So well, hypothetical conversations with students before you even say anything, I'm sure, is a regular occurrence for you in your head. Oh yeah, usually. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Kids are. Well, they're nice, you know, they're nice these days, but they're not, yeah, they're not super smart these days, these kids, but it's okay, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying my best to help. But yeah, Stefan, uh, you are a Vancouver Canucks fan. I, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> I, would, I would identify the same. We're in a bit of a fight with the team right now, uh, very cynical in our feelings about uh, that particular hockey franchise, but if you are not a fan of the Vancouver Canucks and would rather not hear about them at, at length. Well, John is just like you, so he's here to add a little balance to the mix. That's right. I can't stand the Canucks and never have been able to. And, um, yeah, so I'm just going to temper all. Can I, but that that said, I cheer for the Leafs, so I feel like there is a swath of people listening to this podcast that hate all three of us equally. Like, there are some Flames and Canadians fans that are just... Really upset. I, I envy you, though, a little bit. Because um, my team has a direction. Yeah, and we can talk about it a little bit later. It's, it's hopeless. Yeah, it's exciting. It's I'm... hopeless for the time being. But, well, uh, it's fine. It's real good, guys. You guys will be fine. You're, you're uh, climbing the mountain. Oh, God. Yeah, but no, it's it's good. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I like the Leafs. I like hockey in general. Like, I'll watch. But the Canucks, the problem for me with the Canucks is they've just ever... I moved here in 99 from Toronto. Okay. And ever since then, they've always had, like, a player on the team that I just hated. So, like, I hated Bertuzzi. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Like, I hated Bertuzzi the whole time he was here. I hate Kessler. Like, I don't think I could hate a player more than Kessler. He's probably... Him and Max Pacioretty, I would say, are my, like, top two most hated players in the NHL. I've come around on that. Yeah, I can see the Kessler hate. I understand it. Oh, Kessler's the... Just, uh, well, anyway, there's no, there's no need to get into it. I feel the same way about Kessler as many men in Vancouver do. Like, he has had sex with my girl. <laughs> he hasn't, for the record. Well, at least I don't think so. But Hope not. But that's the same kind of feeling I have towards him. But it's fine. I got in a fight with his wife once, but anyway, we can talk about that on a future podcast. We can talk about that in like 20 minutes yeah. when we come back for the next segment, maybe. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds um, good. I'll talk a little bit about myself, I guess, because I opened the show and didn't want to do that right off the bat. Uh, you may know me as a play-by-play voice from the BCHL, uh, in which I was the voice of the Surrey Eagles. Hey, mystery team revealed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wow. may also know me... The suspense me, is all gone. Uh, all the listeners who were just listening in for that are gone. <laughs> as the play-by-play voice of the NWJHL's Dawson Creek Junior Canucks. And Everyone listening to this podcast. afternoon voice <laughs> on the radio up north there as well. And I'm sure there's some listeners tuning in who listen to me on the radio up north. But God, I'm going not. to assume that that is a vast majority or minority. <laughs> oh, God. Hopefully not the vast majority. 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 There's two of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> the majority. Yeah. Well, if you look at the listeners our last podcast got, it wouldn't be too far from the truth. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> we did okay for an unadvertised podcast. Yeah, for a show that they demanded be taken down after about two hours. So. Yeah, scrubbed exactly. from the internet. Uh, it's, yeah. still, it's still It's still there. up there. Though. It's still yeah. there. You can it's got like 200 yeah. plus listens, doesn't it? I think so, something yeah. like that. So, no I'm big not, deal, uh, man. I'm confident enough to not have to check how many listens those things get. We should just play that entire podcast over right, this podcast. Right now, yeah. 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 Probably We're done. Better. We've recorded our first episode. <laughs> yeah, Boom! I'll just talk over it. <laughs> Yeah, a director's commentary of a previous podcast <laughs> yeah. that we recorded. I like that. Uh, yeah, that so could that... be one of our things on our first Kickstarter. That's <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's like the net. You start your podcast, and then you get like 10 episodes in, and then you're like, oh, by the way... Like we're poor, so give us a shitload of your money, <laughs> well, and we'll have some dumb perks. And our like ten thousand dollar perk will be like, John and Justin and Stefan will sit down and play the exclusive episode one of Inside the Nest with director's commentary. <laughs> I mean, for ten grand, maybe we can even get Ben Vickage to show up, maybe. and we'll have like a little reunion thing. But I can guarantee that will be one of the shit rewards we have on our Kickstarter. <laughs> well, I figured just in starting a podcast that I'd be uh, getting a little piece of that sweet, sweet Squarespace money that, that they're just kicking around. That oh, yeah, or maybe we could have like uh, yeah, like stamps.com. Show yeah, you have because you and you have the voice for that too. Yeah, That'd be sure, perfect. Yeah. Like just us. This episode brought to you by stamps.com. Use the uh, passcode shittiest podcast on earth well free stamp steve, steve dangle podcast of course sponsored by panago and uh, we're in vancouver so maybe fresh slice could lend some support uh, to the yeah. program yeah exactly uh, i am the, i am the celebrity spokesman for fresh slice already so really i, I can uh, slide a little bit of a plug in there right now ladies and gentlemen real good show brought to you by fresh slice fresh slice the preferred pizza provider of satan's asshole <laughs> Sometimes we forget to put cheese on our pizza. That's not the style we just forgot. Fresh slice. Hit it today. <laughs> I thought their motto was, uh, we have white sauce, too, and red sauce. So there's like two things to choose from. That's the whole motto. I'm still talking. What I'm saying now is still it's part still of the motto. It's still part of the copy. Yeah. I mean, you're really, reading it right off the screen. It's a really yeah. bad motto. His yeah. blind copy read is yeah. perfect. Our sauce actually, is like this blood is, cells. This red is still and part white. of the script, too, actually. <laughs> so thank you for your money. Fresh Slice. <laughs> Moving on. I just want to clarify. Actually, I do like Fresh Slice. Really? Well, it's very cheap. Well, we might fight yeah. about that <laughs> on a future podcast. Good. You get what you pay for, my friend. Oh, I, I, yeah, no. It's cheap. Yeah. And it's technically pizza. So. Well, yeah. I mean, Fresh Slice could also be... <laughs> when you have to consult the dictionary <laughs> definition of pizza to justify it's your food like, choice, it's, a, it's probably not a good It's sign. a triangle, and there's like a crust at the end. <laughs> I guess it could just be bread that they cut into the shape of a pizza. But... Like three pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> they would probably be a pretty good sponsor for the Canucks as well, I feel like, because um, you could go to a game and, and the Canucks would lose, yeah. and the slogan would be something along the lines of... Uh... <laughs> fresh Slice Pizza, proud to sponsor the Vancouver Canucks. Hate your Vancouver Canucks? Stop in for a slice of fresh sliced pizza and hate yourself that much more. <laughs> Oh, and this we're burning corporate like bridges. Right <laughs> right out the all of a sudden, yeah. Like, oh, we crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our. Maybe our Kickstarter will have accelerated pizza levels. Or, like, if you donate twenty five dollars, we give you like a fresh slice gift card. You donate a hundred, we give you some like. Or you know, the Kickstarter is to fund our um, legal defense after Fresh Slice listens to the podcast. Yeah, the, the one thing I associate with Fresh Slice is uh, I went to one once and there was a homeless guy outside sitting in a wheelchair and he was like bending forward in his wheelchair and from behind him 
you could see his asshole. <laughs> like where you know, there's like the yeah. Anyway, are we allowed to say that? On yeah, these? I think so. Okay, Go I can it. say butthole. Yeah, you can say it's well, the you same. Can say asshole. Okay, yeah. You can say whatever. Well, anyway, you want. I saw this. We're not on the radio. I'm outside Fresh Slice and <laughs> see a homeless guy's asshole, and, and I went to eat Fresh Slice. <laughs> It was good. I had the chicken pesto. And... Nothing makes you want to eat fresh slice like a homeless guy's asshole. Fresh slice, proud to sponsor. Real good show. Yeah. We well, can edit this, right? We're, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. We're off to a rollicking start so far. Um, though, on a positive note, we are dropping our first episode on the same day as the premiere of... Uh, the new Seth MacFarlane uh, masterpiece, Ted 2. So I do feel confident we are not the worst thing coming out today. Um, but <laughs> why don't we take a quick break and come right back with some actual sports talk. Yes, we will talk about sports, we promise. Thank you for listening so far. You will be back with some more Real Good Show. Why are we taking a break? <laughs> I, I don't are we, know. Yeah, are we taking a break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we taking an actual break? Well, do you want to talk about what we're going to talk about next? Do a little planning in here? <laughs> Just continue to wing it. Are we talking about homeless guys' asses? We're obviously <laughs> killing it so far. Yeah. We might as well just keep doing that. All right. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> I'm going to edit out what we just thought. <laughs> you shouldn't. This is the shittiest podcast on our radio. We're sticking to it. Uh, and let's dive into the actual sports because there's plenty to talk about. Of course, uh, I joked earlier in the week that we are timing this at the exact right time because both of the sports that I care about anyways are both finished and have not a whole lot to talk about. Our timing is impeccable, um, and it's going to get even better because whatever we discuss next will probably have come to fruition by the time the show drops in the morning. And uh, from a Vancouver perspective, that is, of course, the impending trade. Uh, probably trades, uh. trades, uh, yeah. which I keep thinking are going to happen during the show. Are we checking uh, our news feed? We should at probably the moment? check. Yeah, yeah, that could uh, that could have happened already. I don't want to like. I'm in a good mood though. So. Eddie Lack and Kevin BX are rumored to be on the way out, and I uh, feel bad about one of those guys being on the way out. God, people feel way too bad about Eddie Lack leaving. For people God's love sake. Eddie Lack, but they don't really yes, like. I feel do. like this is. I just feel like everyone is really like they're everything they should have done with Luongo and Schneider. They're just doing with lack now. Like, yeah, he's a fine guy and yeah, he's we, funny and we I like our him. lesson. And he posted that like jizz bike seat photo that everybody liked or whatever. <laughs> but like, he's not that spectacular of a per. like he's good, but he's not. I just feel like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of guilt now. Like, oh, shit, we probably shouldn't have run those two other well, we, very funny Well, I don't think anybody nice ran out Schneider of out of town, save possibly for Ryan Kessler. Uh, rumor mill uh, be damned. Uh, yeah, uh, we can move past that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't really feel guilty about Schneider being in uh, New Jersey, but, uh, you know. Well, I feel kind of bad for him. Yeah, I mean, he lives in New Jersey, yeah. so that's not great. Yeah, but, it's not uh, great. Uh <laughs> But, you know, I do feel like Eddie Lack is uh, much more popular for his personality, for his play, than for his play, rather. Uh, at the same time, I don't really think that's a problem because of the three goaltenders that the Canucks have vying for an NHL job next year. Yeah. He's still probably the best bet. Yeah. And also, if the Canucks are going to suck for the next, like, five years, which they probably are, I'd rather have, a you know, an enjoyable, like, personality, like a fun guy on the team, right? Yeah. 
I mean, not, we're talking about yeah. a goalie that the Canucks had to like bring into a management meeting and be like, Eddie, you're too cool. Stop it. Yeah. Whereas we're, Ryan Miller's like goth, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> we're, we're worried about how cool you are might be dangerous. Like, you can't keep going and hanging out in bloggers' basements and playing Xbox. Something could happen to you. But, you know. No, they really wrecked it. We could have easily had Eddie Lack on the real good show. Well, yeah. the very first episode. Yeah, we might, we might catch him for episode number two. Yeah, I know. A retrospective. I'm just reading on Twitter. Vancouver. This is a live update, which this can't even be real. But okay. per CKNW, the rumor is Bieksa and Markstrom and the Canucks' 23rd pick for the ninth pick. Holy shit. San Jose. That's apparently the rumor, which I can't possibly... If that trade happens, like, mid-podcast, I'm going to have to scrap, like, everything I've prepared to talk about with regards to, like, Jim Benning and... <laughs> and and celebrate his genius. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've been talking negatively about Jim Benning lately. You've been doing the same, Stefan, because uh, we pay attention to the things that he does, and they <laughs> displease us greatly. Um, I would love to... to not feel dread every time he opens his mouth. I would love for him to uh, turn this thing around. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly looked at the when they signed Ryan Miller last summer and decided that uh, uh, I don't understand that move. It doesn't seem like a great use of cap space, but I twisted myself into, like, kind of seeing it in uh, a plausible way in that you look at what Miller did with the Sabres last year, or uh, two years ago now, I guess, before he got traded to St. Louis, because everybody's like, oh, you look at what he did in St. Louis, everybody knew he sucked. He was great on a terrible, like, historically terrible Sabres team, was the only reason that they were not getting blown out Surrey Eagle style every single night. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they were still losing games, but they were losing them 2-1, 3-1, as opposed to 10-1. 21. Sir Eagle style. 20, 20, <laughs> 21 would be the Beaver Lodge Blades. The Sir Eagles never approach that. Oh, but, man. Uh, I like that we're just going to, we've established we're just going to make references to, <laughs> to, to like, bad junior teams. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it, you look at what he I'm did. Not in, against it. I'm you just... look at what he did in, the, in Buffalo and, and propped up a bad team to be respectable, but still bad. Oh, yeah. And so I looked at what we had coming into this past year and thought the team would still be bad uh, and that he could maybe take some of that shellacking in a way that uh, would not run Eddie Lack into the ground like Tortorella did the season previous. That's how I twisted myself into defending that move. But right now we're in a position where you have two hot young goalies who you had last year too. So hot. And now you have to get rid of one of them because Ryan Miller is your preferred starter of choice for reasons unbeknownst to any of us. He has done nothing to really cement that position other than have a contract that demands it. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's making more money. That, that means he's a better goalie. Well... I mean, Jim Benning. That's how sports work. Jim Benning's done a lot of talk. Like, uh, you know, Miller is is their favorite guy, and they would love to have him. But realistically, no one's taking that contract. We never should have given it to him in the first place. They never should have given it to him in the first place. Not we. It's not my money. It's all you. Yeah, it's all. I mean, I've bankrolled that team for years now. (laughs) That's why I'm friggin' broke, man. Yeah, I mean, they never should have given him that money to begin with. It didn't really make sense other than the fact that, you know, it, it was a million too much in a year too long, but that's unrestricted free agency, and that's the price that you pay, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm kind of glad they're not going to have cap space for free agency this year. 
because I just don't want to see what would happen. <laughs> well, they're trying to free some up, though, right? Because technically they're right up against the cap right now, which I think has uh, 17 players signed to the NHL roster at the moment. Yeah, and they don't have a lot of wiggle room, which is why you're hearing Kevin Bieksa in trade rumors, of course, uh, not just because his play has started to taper off as he gets older, but uh, San Jose would be an interesting trade destination. I don't know, however, why... Uh, they would want to make that move, especially when they're a team. They've got the number nine pick. I think so. That's what, I, that's what I'm guessing. I, I'm assuming it's San Jose. I didn't really pay attention, but they did miss the playoffs. So the ninth pick sounds good. <laughs> that just seems <laughs> extremely counterintuitive to trade a top draft pick for, uh, you know, a technically over-the-hill defenseman. But if that's what they want to do, hey. Well, I think San Jose is kind of in a similar situation to Vancouver this year. They just really don't know what they have. They, I mean, they still have theoretically a lot of good pieces if Marlowe and Thornton are going to, you know, well, Thornton was great this year again, but Marlowe kind of tapered off a little bit. So their their window on those guys is is tapering out for sure. And you look at their... They need a goalie with Niemi leaving, uh, or, well, rumored to be leaving. So I think that they've... Uh, you know, they're probably just looking at it like, well, this is a chance to possibly bolster our defense. And uh, so they're going to try and, you know, take that chance to do that. I don't know that uh, it's necessarily the right move, but I feel like that's kind of what the Canucks did this year as well with the uh, with the Miller move. You know, they sort of thought, okay, well, we maybe only have a limited number of years left where Sabine, guys like Sabine, Hamuse, BXA even – uh, you know, are kind of getting into their 30s, getting into the back end of their careers, and they thought, okay, well, maybe Miller is the guy that's going to kind of help us get over the hump a little bit uh, without, you know, maybe being able to predict uh, sort of the drop-off of some of those players. I think Hamhuis's drop-off this year was probably the most detrimental to the, hey man, to he, the Canucks. He played like five seconds in the gold medal game. Hey Pivotal contributor to Hockey Canada's and world champion dominant year. victory. True, he's the so. new Ryan Smith in that regard, I suppose. <laughs> oh my God, that's really depressing. I know, right? <laughs> uh, to be the new Ryan Smith, that is uh, a title worth holding for sure. I, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world to be. You could be the new. Um, yeah, Ryan Smith has a ton of money and a hot wife. Yeah, who was and the other Smith on those old Edmonton teams? Jason, oh, Jason, Jason Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah, he could be. Although he did Jason okay, Smith. he was the captain. Yeah, and uh, he was from the Leafs. Yeah. The Leafs. I remember the Leafs traded him, and then he had like two good seasons in Edmonton, and I remember being just furious that the Leafs had dealt him. <laughs> well, it's just fine. Like, yeah. Just but we'll battle through it. Yeah, fight fight some adversity here, fellas. The <laughs> microphone is broken. Yeah. We have a dog barking in the background. We told you off the top, this is the shittiest podcast on earth. <laughs> Let's talk about my day today, guys. Okay. Here we go. Here's what happened. This is sure. vaguely sports related. I'm turning 30 this year, and uh, I realize now that I'm, uh, I know I'm turning 30 now because I just bought rollerblades today. Guys. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's my third life crisis is that what you got like a, it's not midlife yet i'm well it's an optimistic third i hope i live to what 90 but this is my third life crisis i bought rollerblades today 
And uh, I feel pretty good about it, to be honest. You're trying to just relive the glory of your 90s days? Absolutely. The glory, yeah. The glory of my rollerblading days. Did you buy a No Fear t-shirt to go with them? Oh, nice. No, I should have, though. But extreme jeans still come with the pair of blades for free, so. Well, I think... So I'm looking pretty dope, uh, cruising down the street with my wallet chain and my extreme jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Picking up ladies left and right, so. Yeah, it's going pretty good for me, Um, that's about where I'm at in my life right now. Well, this isn't from today, but I haven't talked to you about this at all. I found this out like right after we had our last meeting about the show, uh, which is that you're heading to Montreal for Just for Laughs this year. Yeah. Yeah, that, I guess that's part of my third life crisis as well. Oh. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, I'm just super funny. You're so, rollerblading there. I mean, yeah. I've got to start now. Uh, yeah, I'm following in... Uh, Sheldon Kennedy's footsteps and rollerblading across Canada. Right. Um, so yeah, it should be good. I have no cause though. I'm just uh, like it's, he did. You, it's all for you. Yeah, right? it's just for yeah. me. It's, it's just for my own personal yeah. enjoyment. Uh, and um, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of uh, soul searching. It's basically the Joshua Jackson film one week, uh, but it's actually called one month because <laughs> that's how long it's going to take me to rollerblade across Canada. Actually, hey. I assume it would take a lot longer than one month. I don't know, but well, how long did it take to get up that hill? Too long, yeah. so yeah, it would take a lot more than a month. Canada's I'm, pretty hilly. Too. I yeah, I'm in no shape. Um, I actually had this is this is funny, uh, and he might he's the type of guy who might even listen to this podcast, but I, I don't feel bad talking about it. But I had a, a buddy of mine who decided he was going to bike across Canada, and not for not for charity, not for anything. Just he just decided this was a thing that he was going to do. That was like, yeah, I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to bike across Canada. Change my life. I'm yeah. Just like really discover myself out there. Totally. And he like, I think he saw one week and then he was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to, which by the way, if you haven't seen it, great film. But anyway, I was going to say um, he was the only person who did, but apparently not. <laughs> it was, you didn't see it. No, nope. it's really great. It is actually like legit good. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's probably on Netflix one week, Joshua Jackson. It's solid. Uh, anyway, Putting that fringe money to good use. Absolutely. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got whatever. He has Mighty Ducks money. He's got fuck you money. He doesn't care. He's got Pacey money. So he decides he's going to bike across Canada and he makes this Facebook event. Here's all the cities I'm going to be in. If you live in these cities and you you can like help me out, I'm estimating I'm going to be in. So it wasn't like just like a silent kind of like, I'm going to try this. Like it was and he started a blog and he's like posting about it. And uh, he lasted two days. <laughs> he got across Canada in two days. No, he lasted two days. He okay. made it was halfway really through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, he. What he actually did was rode his bike onto the Jetsons and then found a rocket bike and went across Canada. <laughs> he in had two one days. of those plane cars in a briefcase. Yeah, exactly. So did he get out of BC? No, no. He started in Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Oh. No, he did not make it. Out so of he, Newfoundland. he's like, he oh, Newfoundland has a lot of. Flew there to start. No, he was, there. he's from here, but he lives in Montreal, and they just decided to start in St. John's, and and he quit, and he quit two days in. Do you know what town he was in? Uh, no. What does anyone know where Newfoundland is? No. Was, it, was it Dildo? Because that is a town. <laughs> I know it is, but no, I don't. Well, he could have been. Who knows? He, just he felt a... like one after, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, he just made it two days, and then he wrote this like big like existential blog post about like how he still felt like he found himself and like whatever and that was why he decided to come home and uh yeah, yeah that was why i <laughs> yeah, was out was there it. for two days and uh turned out i wasn't really lost i found myself really yeah. quick <laughs> yeah which is and good for him you know i mean whatever 
whatever uh, floats your boat. But yes, I am. Uh, long story short, I am going to just relax this summer. Uh, so yeah, so I'm pumped about that. I'm going to be in Toronto uh, five days before doing some shows, and then I'll be in Montreal. July 22nd to 26th, but my shows are on the 23rd and 24th. And then if I win, it's a competition that I'm in. So if I win or come second in the competition, then I'll have more shows on the 25th as well. This is a comedy competition, not a rollerblading. No, it's not a rollerblading competition, okay. although that would be sweet. I'm just picturing like Lords of Dogtown, like uh, Tony Alva coming out in the uh, in the one piece like skateboard suit, but rollerblades. It still seems relevant somehow these days. But yeah, so that's gonna be uh, so that'll be a good time. So that's my life. I don't know how we really got on this topic, but I, I just started to feel I, that was just something that I found out about you, and I hadn't talked to you about it yet. Yeah, I'm sure that you were pretty amped about it. I'm very amped. I'm very amped. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a comic's dream. Uh, my five year anniversary in comedy is this August, so to kind of to be able to make it to just for laughs before I've been in the game for five years is yeah. pretty uh, pretty sweet. Never never dreamed it. Never thought it was possible. Do you get like an AA chip? No, I don't think year? you get anything, no. but I should. I guess I just get like an artist's pass. It's about all I get. But uh, an AA, why are you, I'm not an alcoholic. No, I mean the, the five-year anniversary. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should give you kind of like a chip or something. They don't, yeah. yeah. Comics track their own anniversaries. It's kind of bullshit. Give you a chip with some sort of slogan about how like, when you bomb, it's not your fault. Yeah, exactly. It's always the audience. It's not your fault, man. Every good it's comic knows it's the audience's yeah. fault when you bomb. <laughs> so so that's my life so yeah so i bought rollerblades and i anticipate i'm gonna talk about them on most episodes of i look forward so to i figured it. i might as well bring it up in episode one because i just wanted people to know where i'm at in my life right now which is a, a rollerblade purchaser also i was talking to you guys before the podcast rollerblades got expensive all of a sudden they cost four hundred dollars yeah I they know. got the the vinyl record player market yeah, i think yeah. which is so weird because you wouldn't think anyone wants them anymore well, i would think that roller skates are probably like doubly expensive as yeah roller like the too. four wheels like two on either side yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like i was more expecting the thrift store markup like i would get them for like twenty dollars or something but apparently but not but the cool art- thing is artisanal rollerblades they are they're actually named after a french <laughs> pro skater uh so they're called seba that's the I don't even know what his full name is. I'm assuming it's Sebastian something. But yeah, he has his own line of rollerblades called Sebas, and uh, that's what I have. Seba Tricks. That's what they're called. But they're not even trick blades, but they're just called tricks or something. Well, assuming the show makes it to episode two, which would make it the most successful podcast that Justin Morrison and John Cullen have ever started before. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, tap that up. Pound it, bud. <laughs> uh, then you can look forward to hearing more about John Cullen's Roller Report. Ooh, Roller Report. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to be doing some sick blading this summer, guys. I if you guys want to join, like, um, we should definitely have some podcasts like Roller Dates. I don't know if I have rollerblade money. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I thought I did before this podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah, you were probably like, oh, I could get roller... Yeah, that's the thing, right? Oh you sit back in your house and you're like, you know what? I could get rollerblades anytime I want. No, they're and like you're $9, $9. Your dollars now. <laughs> Now you're like, shit, I need to be doing at least sort of okay in my life to have rollerblades. I'm not even doing okay. I won the 50-50 at an Arizona Coyote game. So yeah. that's what I'm kind of coasting on. Right yeah. Now. yeah. What if that, that like $2? Words? No, we won uh, 16500 Canadian. Holy shit. They were playing the Blackhawks. Okay, so that's why. It wasn't an Arizona-Carolina yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we, yeah. Uh, the lady said it was the second highest 50-50 of the year. 
So, and then I went to the Canucks Leafs game two days later, and it was sixty five thousand. So that would have been a lot more fun to win, but... Uh, Are you still sitting on that 50-50 money? Oh, hell yeah. Well, I just... I'm, obviously, I'm well, just splashing cash at the roller, the roller blades. Blade like, I don't give a yeah. shit. So, you guys yeah, can't see it. This is an audio podcast, of course, but John's got, like, the full wrist guards on and everything. He's absolutely. completely decked out in all the gear. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure around, he bought man. everything in the store. Well, when you, gotta, when you make an investment, you got to protect it. Yeah. So that's what we're here for. But yeah, so I'm still coasting on the 50-50 money, which is, uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, thank you. Shout out uh, Chicago Blackhawks for selling out the Gila River Arena. Funny story about that. Uh, my girlfriend actually was living in Winnipeg for a time, and Jonathan Taves, the Blackhawks, were in town playing the Jets, and she was actually able to thank him personally for jacking up the 50-50 jackpot for us, which was so nice. She just saw him in a restaurant. And she's like, she gets really nervous about that kind of thing. And she's like, I really want to talk to him, but I don't know what to say. I'm like, just thank him for jacking up the 50-50 jackpot for us. And she's like, okay. So she just runs over and she's like, hey, I wanted to thank you. And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, for jacking up the 50-50 jackpot. He's like, oh my God, you won. And then he was like, so pumped for us. That's amazing. So yeah, so that's I like can't a, believe Jonathan Taves showed emotion about anything. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, he was pumped in that he had like a half smile. Oh, okay. He yeah. smirked and then went back to uh, sucking on a lemon, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, uh, so yeah, good stories all around, guys. Well, I uh, have a sports-related story that happened to me last night. I was on a date with a girl and... No, uh, she okay, re- well, she we really, already know this is fiction. That's she, right, she, guys. She really, she wooed me pretty good um, by dropping this little story on me. Uh, told me that... Oh, this is her story. Yeah, this is her okay. story. This is her story. <laughs> okay. But I have a joke at the end of it, so we'll get there eventually. <laughs> but uh, she Thanks told me... That when she was, uh, when her brother was a kid, he was at, they're originally from like PEI, and they were at a, a hockey school uh, out there when he was a kid that was being put on by Sidney Crosby's dad. Now, Sidney Crosby was not uh, in the NHL at that point. I think he was like 14 or something, but, you know, tapped as like the next big yeah, thing. of course. But still a few years away. And uh, her brother was wearing skates that didn't fit him uh, before he went to get on the ice. And Crosby's dad was like, oh, hang on. I think I got some skates that you can wear. And they traded skates. And then her brother grew out of them. And she has them now and wears them when she goes skating. And they are Sidney Crosby's childhood skates that she has as her skates. She should sell those and buy some rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Sidney Crosby would definitely want her to get into a pair of sevens, I'll tell you that. I I swooned pretty hard when she was like, I skate in Sidney Crosby's skates. That's dope. I feel like it'd be like the Robert Munch story, the magic hockey skates. Yeah. Where he like gets three wishes. I just want to touch them. Yeah. (laughs) Like just the tip. Just just let me put my fingertip on them. I just want to see how it feels. Like get the magic in me. So like like Mike, yeah. my uh, least favorite movie. My favorite little Bow Wow movie, though. Well, Second okay. yeah. only and, to yeah. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Are those oh, the only yeah. Uh, yeah, he Bow drives wow the Hulk features. SUV. Yeah. Wasn't he... What, what else What else has uh, now just Bow Wow been in? Uh, he's in that new CSI. Oh, the, uh, okay. CSI, CSI Cyber. CSI Who Gives a Shit. Just like the dumbest show on TV. Which will probably do a rip from the headlines episode on the St. Louis Cardinals hacking scandal, I would imagine. Ooh. God. They'd have to. Do we know where they're based out of? Is it like still in Vegas? I think it's like they can go They go across the... It's like Criminal yeah. Minds, right? It's, oh, it's like a traveling CSI. Cyber. Cyber. They're in a Cyber. chat room. Cyber's Cyber everywhere. Room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. the, uh, the show exists. Yeah. 
it's it's like the uh, I guess the danger room from X Men or like the hollow deck. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they meet there. <laughs> they put a VR helmet yeah. on and go into there. I've office. never seen an episode, but I assume each one is like, oh, they've hacked the president. <laughs> we have to like save him. You've never seen an episode, and yeah. neither has anyone else. <laughs> Every episode is about a digital Manchurian candidate. <laughs> oh, when a certain phrase trends on Twitter, the president will kill someone. <laughs> He's been programmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking I feel of... stupider even just talking about hey, the show. Well, I just wrote a great spec script for CSI Cyber, <laughs> yeah, and I wish you would then. support my career. I'll support you, but I'm just saying that I also won't support you. But to be fair, I did watch an episode of The Bachelorette this week, so I'm in no position to comment on any TV shows. Did anyone get hacked on The Bachelorette? <laughs> that would be a great crossover. CSI <laughs> Cyber and The Bachelorette. My phone got hacked! I totally gave a rose to someone different. <laughs> but the rose got hacked. And Bow Wow rolls in in the big Hulk SUV from... Tokyo I just assume, well, and I assume it's always playing the bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay where <laughs> my dog's at bark with me now even this little bow wow podcast <laughs> was that a little bow wow song yeah, yeah. So, okay yeah, I I well, well it sure. seems like it was but yeah. I feel like it could have also been DMX or like any number of 90s rappers well, there was also barked. another like kid rapper who had a rap song that was like a cover of Jackson 5 well, the, Lil um, Romeo. Lil Romeo. Lil Romeo. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Master P's son. Yeah. Oh, really? The protege. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I just remember that that music video ends with him getting into a helicopter and the helicopter taking off and me wanting so badly for the helicopter to explode. <laughs> like, that would be the best music video ever. And then it just, the helicopter explodes and then they just show Master P just like smoking a cigarette, <laughs> just like at the bottom. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, this is a sports podcast. Um, well, we... Master P, I think his, yeah, his son plays basketball, so really? it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know. Lil Romeo became Big Romeo? Well, it's, I, just, I, it's just Romeo. Yeah, okay. the just Lil, like how Bow Wow thing. is just Bow Wow. Kim or, is just Kim. Yeah. Or he's no, just she, Bow. she's still Lil. <laughs> she's still Lil Kim? Yeah. I guess for girls, it's okay to still be Lil when yeah. you're 45. And you gotta get rid of those T's. Slide an apostrophe in there and get rid of that E on the end, too. <laughs> Lil. Lil. I like it. It's badass. Yeah. Uh, NBA draft, we could talk a little bit about that. Let's not. Um. <laughs> Justin, you could talk about it. Yeah. So I can. Here's, the th- here's okay, my well, thing that I don't get about the NBA draft, and maybe you can explain this to me. First of all, there's no soul to it whatsoever because it's just Adam Silver makes all the picks and it's very boring. But also, this guy on Twitter, Wodge or whatever, knows the picks like two before the picks are even made. I don't watch the the draft. I watch watch Yeah, what is that? I'm I'm looking. They're showing the 15th pick on TV, and Wodge is like confirming the the trade for the 26th. Yeah, he's like the Milwaukee Bucks are going to select blah 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 with the 17th pick. How is that possible? What is this? Is this like a CSI cyber yeah, situation? I think you need Bow Wow to investigate yeah, Bow wow, how tapped in Wodge is. Bow Wow is. hacking into the GM's cell phones when they're texting Adam Silver their pick? Or like, how does, because I honestly, I hate basketball and I know you love it and that's great for you. But so just tell me, like, well, how is this even a thing? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's exciting the same way that the NHL draft is exciting and that it's like, 
it marks the beginning of the new year and many teams try to frantically remake themselves. The most exciting thing about the draft has not been any of the picks. It's trying to figure out where Boogie Cousins is going to get traded to and why the hell Sacramento is trading him because that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. They want to trade Boogie Cousins and then sign JaVale McGee as an unrestricted free agent? That's the biggest trade down I've ever heard. I don't know much about basketball, but JaVale McGee is hilarious. <laughs> Every video I've seen of him, it's him doing the funniest thing I've ever seen a professional athlete do. So I'm for it. Okay, well, the reason that I brought up the NBA draft is twofold, and we'll start with reason number one, uh, which is first overall pick. for everyone? Yes. <laughs> As if we Sorry, didn't do that by late. talking about Bow Wow for My comic minutes. timing was up. Everyone wants to hear about Bow Wow. <laughs> Let's get him as a guest on this podcast. Uh, for sure. I think Stefan how, probably has the Twitter poll. Yeah, how out. dope would it be to get Bow Wow on this podcast? That's well, my new can, goal. Yeah. Roller talk and or whatever you said. Roller chat. And the roller getting, report? The roller report. That's it. I, I, started with I that. did eviscerate like Mike for like several paragraphs in a recent article i wrote so really? I, well yeah the one about the the entourage oh yeah yeah stuff. i read that um so i don't know we might have to kind of like cover that up or something you know just because uh, i p- put that on the deep web and see I, if we can track it i like that i like that skills. movie but i mean it just really pisses me off just on many levels it's just i just get really angry the, the magic was in him all along well, yeah, that's... No, it was in the shoes. <laughs> but I don't know what the lesson was at the end. Anyway, I... You know what? Let's not get into this. Well, we could talk about... Uh, is this like Mike? Yeah. yeah. This is one of our other Kickstarters for a live viewing of like Mike. <laughs> where we talk the about... Bow Wow You donate attend. $500... No, it's got to be more than 500 if I'm going to sit through that movie. If you donate $1,000, we will do a live it's to pay. It's to pay Bow Wow's appearance fee. Yeah, $500, I'll burn it onto a DVD for them. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, at least like he was wearing magic shoes because there's also uh, not little big league. Uh, Great movie though. What's the other one? The kid broke his arm and it gave him like oh, oh rookie God. of the year. Yeah. Rookie of the atrocious. Year. <laughs> I loved that movie when I was a kid, and I watched it on Netflix uh, last summer when I was off of my teacher of choice job. That's what I do uh, is watch shit movies from when I was a kid. But I lo- like when I was a kid, I thought that movie was the greatest. And I watched it, and I shit you not, I actually called my dad after and thanked be him. Like, dad, for please sitting... break my arm. No, for sitting in the theater with me while I was a child and actually putting up with that shit. I call. I was like, I'm so sorry I made you go watch that. That's, yeah. It was absolutely horrendous. That's, part, that's a big part of growing up, though, is, yeah. is being like, oh my god, I made my parents go see so many horrible movies. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. But Little Big League, great movie. And also, like a lot of the analytics movement they talk about how that was like a moment in the analytics movement because the little kid talks about analytics in the in the movie really? so it's yeah it's it's good but anyway and little giants also underrated well, Rick I just Moranis feel like versus Rick Moranis, Moranis, yeah. I just feel like the message of rookie of the year is like hey kids step into traffic it right <laughs> for your throwing arm like, like that's pretty much what happened yeah yeah well, I don't know, people get Tommy John surgery like voluntarily now, right? So, really? I don't know. Do they? I thought, I thought Tommy John surgery like ruined you forever. No, it doesn't ruin you forever. You you can do it three times. You have three different ligaments in your body that you can use to replace your UCL. Ah. Yeah. But it yeah, it's not great. I mean, you don't want to 
I think Kyle Drabeck is the only pitcher I've ever heard of Who that has used from the, it? No, has used them all. Oh, okay. Like he's he's tapped out of Tommy John's. As he can, we can he can tell, no my baseball knowledge is vast. <laughs> well, he was the key piece of the Roy Halladay trade. Yeah. And he pitched for about one season for the Jays and then fell apart. Yeah, I recognize the name for yeah. sure. Well, Doug Drabeck, legend, uh, Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher. I've heard of him. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. This is like me talking about baseball. Be like you talking about basketball. Be like Javale McGee. I've heard of him. Okay. Well, (laughs) same deal. (laughs) Well, I was going to bring up the the NBA draft to circle all the way back to that because the number one overall pick this evening was a gentleman named Carl Towns and Carl Anthony Towns. Well, yes, important important distinction. (laughs) Right, right, right. But for the purposes of our discussion, we're going to focus on Carl Towns, not the basketball player, geographic locations where there is a high percentage of people named Carl. Gentlemen, start your engines. Okay, well, should we play a game where, like, you have to say a town that starts with the last letter of the town before you? Uh, what? That'd be fun. This is going to be a recurring segment, I Maybe. can tell. I don't know. <laughs> Carl Towns. Cool. Carlsberg. Probably lots of Carls there, I would imagine. But I'm going to go... Maybe this is just like regional bias. I'm going to go with Prince George, BC. A lot of Carls. I can be- see that. Yeah, because I feel like it's like a northern community. There's uh, you know, a lot of rural folk up there who like being referred to as folk. And uh, it's still like a big enough city that there would be a high concentration of people named Carl. I'm pretty sure. I have a good feeling about that. Yeah. I was going to say Ukraine, but that's a country. <laughs> so, uh, Kiev, which I, that is a city in Ukraine. And I don't know, Carl, Carl with a K, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Kiev. This is, I really like the segment. It's a heavy Carl town. Yeah. What do you got, John? Well, I, I said, I, I'm going to go with, um, well, actually, no, I'll hear, I'll keep it all tie it in with the NHL draft this year. On my interview segment on Schnarped Magical Question Fun Time, I had Paul Bittner as a guest, and he is a uh, projected to go in the late first round, potential Canucks pick. I've seen him matched up with the Canucks in a few mock drafts. And uh, he is from a town in Minnesota called Crookston, which has the population of about 8,900, I think. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to say Crookston. Minnesota, you're well. Shout out to Paul Bittner. I know he's listening. Uh, Eight nine hundred, and probably four hundred of them are Carl's. I would say at least, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go Carl Capital of the Midwest, yeah, Crookston, Minnesota, <laughs> Carl Town, if I've ever heard of one. So. <laughs> All right. Well, the other reason that we brought up the NBA draft is that this NBA draft, in particular, coincides with a gentleman who is very near and dear to our hearts. It is the 20 year anniversary of the sixth overall selection of Bryant Big Country Reeves. Oh my god. Just my all-time favorite anyone. 20 years of Big Country. 20 years now. And he is probably on a ranch in Carlstown, Montana somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a guy that should be named Carl while we're on the subject of Carl's. I think, like, he, you know, figured it out pretty well, though. He got, like, that one mad contract... And then disappeared off the face of the earth, basically. Yeah. yeah I just friend. got his nickname, too, by the way. Because um, he's big, and he's, like, from the country. You just got that? And so, big country. Did you think it was because he was drafted to Canada? No, I thought it was... Uh, <laughs> that, that would have been something he would say. I thought he was named Canada, after that uh, Talking Heads song. I think it's... No, I don't think it's a Talking Heads song. I think that song 
is by I think the band is called Big Country also, and the song is called In a Big Country. No, no, there is a Talking Heads song called. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but, I'm an idiot. No, I knew that. Zero chance Brian Reed knows heads. who Talking Heads. Yeah. Is. I no, I understood the uh, no. I mean, I, I I knew Big Country was called that because of yeah. yeah no, I was trying to make a yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can edit this all out. Yeah, 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 just get rid of all of it. And yes, yeah. I was correct. I have a big thing for bands that have a song that is the same name as their band. Yeah, and Big totally. Country wrote in a big country. Okay, sure. yeah, like yeah. Uh, and Big Country was in a big country his yeah, whole life, everywhere he goes. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he he works on he owns a ranch now. He works on a ranch, um, which just is so perfect. Well, why would he have to work for anything ever again? Well, he owns or he lives on a ranch. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he know. upkeeps it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He Shane owns it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that is uh, probably somebody who was just ruined by a lockout, I guess. Yeah. Pretty well, much. and just and like, his like body. Yeah, yeah his and, life in general. And just being a white guy playing basketball. <laughs> Well, he was, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't he, a hot time for white guys. Yeah, not at the time. Because he was, like, big. He wasn't, like, he was tall, but he was also, like, like big. He was thick. And, yeah, yeah. Thick. And so you see, like, you see him running up and down the court. Well, not running. You see him moving up and down the court, and it was... I feel like if he was, like, two years younger, maybe, and drafted two, two drafts previous, that he probably would have been in Space Jam. Oh, God. That would have been great. Because, like, there's a, like giant gangly european dude who can't act or say lines in space jam yeah i can't remember who he but is but if big country was in that like the monsters wouldn't they wouldn't steal his talent they'd just recruit him yeah they'd be like but yeah you're playing with us now yeah he looks like a monster like they'd see you'd see brian reed playing basketball and they'd be like oh no the monsters took his talent it's like what are you guys talking about <laughs> this is just me <laughs> playing basketball yes like, yes sharif is like shooting noticeably poor <laughs> And the Monstars legitimately did take his talent, and Big Country's just like, I'm fine, guys. What yeah, are you? this is normal. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we could take a quick break right now and come back with a, a bit of mailbag, or we could just dive right into it. Um, what do we need to? You want to take breaks so bad? Yeah, I love them. I want a glass of water. I want to refresh myself. It's like 45 degrees in here. It is uh, Celsius. I think hot. we should. Yeah, Celsius. Yeah, yeah, if it was 45 degrees in here. Be cold as shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's do that. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. It is our first episode ever, but we will be taking mailbag questions. Coming right up. You're listening to Real Good Show. And we're back. It's Real Good Show. Justin Morrisett, Stefan Heck, John Cullen. You know it. You love it. Maybe you are getting to know it. You are maybe beginning to hate it. We will hopefully correct that right now. With your input, it is time for, yes, it is the first episode. We are still diving in to our deep, deep listeners' numbers, and we're getting audience questions is what we're doing. It's time for the Twitter Q&A. Is there going to be like a sound effect after that? <laughs> yeah, that's... No, it just needs to be more like... Uh, should we just dive right in? Yeah, I well, suppose so. We were saying just before we got back from the break, we did have a question related to Bryant Reed. That's true. Actually, so... we had a couple, but I'll read okay. my favorite one. Yeah, okay. Deal. This and is this from a good way to get in here. at Butthaver on Twitter. Don't That's we a all? a good start. Uh, how big was Big Country's penis? Um, well... I think there's two ways we could go about this. Either it's like really, it's in proportion, so yeah. I guess it's big. And he had like pretty big 
hands, right? I mean, I he think. was just a big guy. Yeah, he yeah. Was I mean, he is... still is a big guy, but yeah. Or it was like really tiny. Like you know that um, that Brendan Fraser movie is it Bedazzled with Elizabeth Hurley as the devil? Yes, I, I have and, seen. And there's the yes. So he yeah. like he gets all these wishes with the devil or whatever, and one of them is to be like this pro basketball player, and he's like the best basketball player in the world. And then he like takes his pants off in the locker room. He has like the world's tiniest penis. <laughs> you see his penis? Uh, it's no, it's it's heavily implied that's because oh, okay. there's like a woman looking at it. She like laughs at him. And, and he freaks yeah. out about it. It's or funny because it's he's a big guy and the penis is small. So maybe that's that's kind of what I was imagining. Yeah. When well, I when I think of big country's penis, I but... don't know. I feel like big country. Like if he made a wish on a magic genie, also to be a basketball player, that the wish already had its inherent downside <laughs> in that his skill rapidly deteriorated and he (laughs) laughed out of the league essentially so I'm going to assume that he has a normal sized penis and that a genie did not put a small penis curse on him okay John Hmm. that's a big question here literally um here we go uh I don't know I'm gonna say I feel like when you're that big every penis looks small so I'm just thinking that like like even if he because the I'm and don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% positive, but I believe the longest penis in the world is around 14 inches. So even if he was 14 inches, I still think to him, that doesn't yeah. look that big. You it's, know what I mean? It's like Andre the Giant holding a can of beer. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so, unless it had impressive girth, I'm going to say. Yeah, or like a I'm big gonna, vein or something. Yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, like a distinctive vein, which yeah. is maybe where his big country th- that's came where, from. Yeah. Look like a state divide. Yeah. <laughs> or like a topographic map. Yeah, Mason-Dixon anyway. line. And the yeah. curvature too, right? Like we don't know what the... Yeah, it could have been. Very, yeah, so I'm going to say small no matter what, because I feel like even if it was relatively big, it would look small in relation to... His big country. I think that's the best answer. Yeah. Um, in terms of the big country's penis. It's just logic. It's just logic here, boys. Um, that's what we're all about on this podcast. All right. That logic. one's done. On to the next one. On to the next. On, okay. The on next question the next... is: Was he circumcised or uncircumcised? <laughs> we're staying. On that this... was that was not the next question. <laughs> I wrote that. Qu- I answered. Yeah. Circumcised. That's my question. A thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. No, the next question is. Uh, oh, okay. Well, this is. Referencing a tweet I made earlier, uh, and it's from at Holgrain, who's very funny, and you should follow her on uh, on Twitter. One hundred percent. She asked me uh, discuss, discuss the potential loss of this reality, and she references she links this tweet, uh, and I'll read. This is one of my tweets, and it's about Lucas Pisa, who's. I, as you know, I absolutely adore Lucas Pisa. And I'm surprised we're only diving into the Lucas Pisa talk at this point. Yeah. Now well, this is this will be the, the next like two hours of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so here, here it is. If you want to know what McDavid is going to do to Spiza and Bieksa, just watch the video where the cop car hits a deer and the deer explodes. Uh, so in this case, McDavid is the cop car and the deer exploding is Spiza and Bieksa, that pairing. But the, she's talking about the potential loss of the, that, that reality and that with, Bieksa with might Bieksa's be getting traded. Possible move. Um, I would be bummed out. You know, I mean, I like Bieksa um, as a Canuck fan. I think... You know, he's, he's had his ups and downs. Yeah, but he's he's been great for us. He's been a warrior over the years. He scored one of the most iconic goals in franchise yeah. history to send them to the Santa, yeah. to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals but against the Sharks. The question is specifically, um, would I miss seeing McDavid just eviscerate him next year? And you know what, I kind of would. I think I would too. Yeah, I, I want to see how bad it gets. Right? I you mean, know? 
I would love to see two Spieses out there together against McDavid. That's probably the ideal pairing. Oh my god! Is if he like got into the uh, the Brundle fly transporter machine and came out with two of himself, and they both played together, that would. Uh, I would love to see McDavid go against a whole team of Lucas Spieses, and Spieza is also the goalie, so six Spieses on the ice at once, and the coach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think Spiza might be the coach because I don't know how he's getting so much fucking ice time. But, uh, John, as a non-Canucks fan, I mean, obviously you want to see BX and Spiza get... I want to see McDavid uh, just destroy the Canucks. But I don't think... McDavid will be very good next year. I don't think he will be that good where he will be, like, destroying people. He's still pretty slight. Uh, Spiza, though, is very bad. Um, So (laughs) it's hard to say. Exactly what will happen. I mean, I think the thought of McDavid and Hall playing together should terrify every Canucks fan and the fact that they're going to have to play them six times a year for the next... Like 15 however. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that should really... Uh, that should be very terrifying. Oh, it is. Um, yeah. For any Canucks fan and it's any defenseman... It's a little less terrifying than Jim Benning having his finger on the button right now. So I got my terrified priorities set at the moment. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine McDavid going in on two Lucas Pizzas would be akin to like when you're playing the game Nintendo Ice Hockey against someone and they just pick all skinnies because they think like, oh, I'm just going to be super fast. And then you can pick all fats and completely dominate them. (laughs) And basically McDavid would be like the fat coming in on two skinnies. They just have no No zero hope in hell. They literally cannot dispossess the fat player. Um, Anyway, that's my thought on the, on the matter. Uh, Good question uh, from our friend Grania and excellent, uh, Lucas Spisa bashing by both of you. Thank you. I, I understand. Like, I've had guys play on the Leafs that I, like, I mean, God, there's so many. Um, Bozak, oh, man, it'd be so good if we could trade him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I understand your hate for Spisa. I'd probably I do... swap Spisa for Bozak straight up. Would you do that? Yeah, absolutely, I'd do that. Really? I, I would swap Spisa for, like, getting hit by a car. <laughs> you would get hit. That's a great yeah. movie, like <laughs> Stefan. Yeah, it's... and you get hit by a car, and and then Luke, yeah. you get hit by a car, and that gives you the ability to grant wishes. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to get hit by a car. I no, I would do it for sure, and it could be any car. Yeah, you know, that's it, true. A smart car would be like preferable, I think. But it's no, ro- I, rookie of the year too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So hit by a car with the magic of wishing ability. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on from yeah, getting hit by a car? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, question number three. This is a really in-depth question. Okay. Uh, are sports good or bad? Thanks. This is from uh, my buddy Mike Shoro. All right. Tough question. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say they're good. I'm going to call that right now. You yeah. Guys, you guys can't say that now. Okay. All right. Say well, he, bad. he picked well, good. Uh, I think by definite... Y'all let you go last. I got to go last last okay. time. It's a nice advantage to go last. Thank you. So you're saying good, and I'm yeah. going to say here, I'll say they're bad only because they must be bad because you have three sports fans here starting a podcast about sports, and we really haven't talked about sports at all, so they must be bad. <laughs> we, they must secretly, like deep down, be kind of bad. We're just trying to avoid talking about Yeah, that's that. just like the logical yeah. answer. Like what? Instead, and not only are we not talking about sports, instead we're talking about CSI feature Cyber. films that... <laughs> That star a little bad. <laughs> so it must be real bad. Real bad sports on real good show. Yeah. All right. I am going to say uh, both because 
Kind of a cop out. Hey, That's you picked one and he picked the other. I gotta take a third option. I found one. You could say neither. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> because no, I don't you know, want to. I, I joked earlier about our timing being awful with starting this show, given that the NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals just wrapped up. I have to say before we get out of the show that those two series were probably the most entertaining, electrifying, satisfying championship series in both of their respective sports in many, many years and made me super happy to be a sports fan. The NBA Finals in particular were yeah. outstanding. Um, and it's good in that regard, but then I look at the Canucks and I say bad in that regard also. <laughs> so um, both is my answer. Okay, I think that's that's fair. Should we do one more? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do one. Okay, uh, this is for all three of us. This is from Derek Bolin at Her Dur. Yep. Uh, and he asks, how does cricket work? I actually know this. Okay. So do you want like a proper answer? Or do sure. You, like, do you guys know? No. Uh, I can, we can try and go first here and guess. Yeah. I mean, okay. my okay, understanding. Yeah. yeah, you guys guess you have and a, I'll tell uh, you. I, I do actually know. Like a wiffle bat and. Not really. You, you drink some tea. I know. Yeah, you do get to drink tea. My understanding of it is there's, and th- I'm actually going to try here. Uh, you kind of like, you bowl it and it's sort of like an overhand but you like bounce the ball like and a, then you're trying to hit these like wickets behind. And if you hit the wickets and break them, the guy's out. Yeah, and sort of. Yeah. And then you're also trying to hit, and it's a big circle as well. And you have to bare hand catch everything. And, uh, it's in, it's like a Commonwealth sport. And is that, that's essentially, yeah, it, uh, my understanding is that it's like a combination of lawn bowling and baseball. Yeah. We're reading off the cricket Wikipedia. And then it, right it lasts for weeks at a time. <laughs> like, if you play a proper game, they invented a shorter form called test cricket. Like one of my good friends up, up North when I was living in Chatwin coworker, uh, Andy Chandy is an Indian fellow. And, uh, one day he His went to watch Andy a Chandy? yeah, and one day he went to watch a cricket match, and I think he's still watching it. That's all I know about cricket. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like uh, the like a joke name that like a 1950s variety show would make up for an Indian man. <laughs> oh look, it's my neighbor Andy Chandy. <laughs> well, Andy's saying. short for Anand. Okay, well, yeah. and I never called him Anand ever, other yeah, than like right. in a joking like. Anand, kind of yeah. That was not joking at all. I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut it out. Leave it all in. Leave everything in. Uh, so you're both uh, not incorrect. So first of all, the thing behind is called the stump. The wickets are actually the little things on the top. Okay. So you're trying to knock the things on the top off. If you knock them off, the batter is out. The key difference between like cricket and baseball, is that when you hit it, you don't have to run. It's up to you whether you want to run or not. So that's why cricket takes forever. Because basically, if a guy hits it, and as long, the only ways you can get out is if someone catches the ball before it hits the ground, like a pot fly in baseball, or if you get stumped out by the bowler where the wickets go off the top, or if you decide to run, they throw the ball at the wicket you're running, at the stump you're running to. And right. then if they knock the wickets off before you get there, then you're out. That's the only way you can get a batter out. So what a lot of batters will do to tire out the pitcher is they will just block the stump. So they don't even really try to hit, they just bunt like over and over and over and over and over and over and over until they can hit it or like until they get, they feel like, oh, that's a good pitch. And then they are bowl, I guess in this case, and then they hit it. And so then, yeah, if they make a good hit and they decide to run, then they can run. 
and then try not to get out. And then basically, yeah, if they don't get out, they can literally be at bat for days. But they have test cricket, which is where you get a limited number of bowls. So that, like, stops someone from just being... But yeah, the guy that's considered the best batsman in the world is just the guy who's the best at, like, blocking. Like, he's basically never getting the wickets knocked off ever. Like, he's just... He's so good at blocking, and then eventually he'll hit it. And do they have, like, a designation in terms of, like, how much time needs to pass before we can take another break for tea? Uh, I don't know how they decide on the breaks. Okay. I'm a little... I'm There's no, like, innings? Uh, no. That it's just... just everybody bats. Okay. This, this is, is the big selling point of the first podcast, though. We explain <laughs> We explain cricket. cricket. You're welcome. Uh, I think we've got a few more questions here before we wrap things up on the mailbag portion of the program. This one comes from Zach Goodman, and he asks, hypothetically, hypothetically, if you ran a local mafia ring, how would you discreetly dispose of Lucas Pisa? Okay, so this is all hypothetical. Yes. Just to clarify. Yes. We're not actually talking about murdering. No. That's Lucas Pisa. No, but if you did, how would you do it? What, like with a gun, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Should, can we keep that in the show? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Okay, well, this that's has been we, real good that's show. That's how he died, uh, but now we're discreetly disposing him of him. I would probably like wrap his body up in like carpets, probably, and then put it in the back of a van and dump it into a river. I honestly thought that we would make it to episode two on the <laughs> podcast, but I don't think we're going to. Yet. Hey, I thought we were. I thought we were. We're going to get think... to the end here, and I will cancel myself. Uh, one more. Well, honestly, though, Lucas Pisa wrapped in a carpet. You throw him on the ice. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Yeah, lay down that rolled up carpet yeah. in front of Ryan Miller, and I just his shot blocking has really improved <laughs> significantly. That's true. I'm gonna go with an underrated option since he's Swiss, and I will say that he I would poison his chocolate, oh. and then I would shoot uh, holes in his cheese, and then I would dispose of his body. I'm just guessing. I honestly don't really hate him. I really have no reason to hate him, but. I would, this is a weird time for your roommate to come home, I would dispose of his body by stringing it up a flagpole. That seems to be what most of the Canucks fans want. Yeah. So that's just what I would do. I would be like, whatever, I did it. All right, we got a baseball question here, which I will defer to you, John. Sure. And I think this is right in your wheelhouse as you're currently rocking a Blue Jays cap. Sure. This comes from Jay Horbay. Will the Blue Jays pitching staff get them into the playoff conversation, or do they need a bona fide ace? Well, I just, uh, if Josh Donaldson could pitch, then I think they would be fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they need a bona fide ace, but their current pitching staff is not going to do it, and they need a closer in the worst way. So if they get a closer and like a decent 2 3 option, I don't think they need an ace to make the playoffs. He's just talking about playoff conversation. Yeah. They're not going to win in the playoffs, but to get to the playoffs, I think. They can do it if they add a decent pitching talent and a closer. And do they have the assets to shed to make that happen? Oh, yeah. Anthopolis has got the cupboard stock. I I still don't know how they have so many prospects to include in all these deals, but they've they've got more than enough that they can make it happen. All right, a resident baseball insider has waited. I'm not, I don't league. even know that much about baseball, <laughs> so that shows you how little you two know about baseball. I am somehow the baseball insider. I know insider. it's like cricket. So. I watch yeah. it sometimes. <laughs> I tend to go outside when the hockey season is over and not watch baseball, but uh, it's 
just well, like I do those. like that you probably go to the Vancouver Canadians. Yeah, on those are a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, I like going Eat to the Canadians games because you can legitimately watch someone's Future career end. Jays. Sorry, no, I was going the opposite. Oh. Way with it. You can literally watch someone's career end, which is amazing. Former you, Blue Jays. Yeah, like you just can't know, but like you can watch it end while you're there, which is like I went to a Canadians game once. And they were the team they were playing was up by like five or six in the ninth, so they're like, "Oh, we'll just put in this guy." He comes into the game, he throws twelve straight balls to walk, load the bases, and then is pulled from the game. And I was like, "That might yeah. be the last time he's ever pitched." Well, single A, I guess. Yeah, right? which so, is enjoyable yeah. uh, for me as a failed <laughs> athlete to just watch that and be like, "Well, that's good." You know, he's happened for him. He's too. done forever. That's that's exciting to me. Maybe there's something wrong with that, but I don't go to the Canadians games to watch good baseball. I go so I can literally see someone's dreams fall on the ground. <laughs> Whatever brings you out, I'm sure they're happy to have you. Absolutely. The Vancouver Canadians proud to sponsor. Real good show. <laughs> it's fresh slice night at the Vancouver Canadians. How many bridges have we burned already? Hey, I'm sure the Canadians are thrilled with this fresh slice. Not so much. Uh, one last question, which uh, I'm not sure is a real question, um, so much as something that pisses this person off and myself equally so, comes to us from Myra, who asks, is a hot dog a sandwich? Sorry, she wrote it in all caps. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, this I refuse is a, to participate yeah, in this discussion. I mean, this is, is a taco a sandwich? No, no. It's a taco. I mean, this is well-trodden But a tortilla is not bread either, so it, let's make it, that distinction clear. It's... I think you... We were discussing this earlier. Uh, during should, the break, yes. Yeah. Um, you said that because the hot dog is... Connected. Bread, the bread's, the bread's connected, connected. Then it's not a sandwich. And I sort of... Yeah. And but then we got onto... bread comes apart? But what yeah. if you, like, take the end piece of a bread and just, like, slather some stuff on the top and then fold it in half and it's just one piece of bread? What if you're poor and you use actual bread? Yeah. Well, the, you're folding bread... No, that's not a... Okay. But if it's you just... were to fold bread, if you were to take an open-faced sandwich and fold it in half, is it not still a sandwich? The bread is connected. I... I will say that an open-faced sandwich isn't a sandwich. That's just bread with shit on it. Hey. I will say if you like open-faced sandwiches, go fuck your sandwich. <laughs> They're yeah. disgusting. What are you doing with your life? Close up that sandwich or don't fucking I'll tell you, one of my favorite meals at the moment is buying some, like, peeled shrimp and putting it on a piece of bread with some mayo and Tabasco sauce. It's excellent. Yeah, but that's open- not an open-faced sandwich. Sure, that's shrimp toast. Why not add, why not add <laughs> the second the piece bread. of bread, though? <laughs> Just add you the second piece of bread. You don't toast the bread? No, it's perfect. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> so it's just soft bread with shrimp with on shrimp it. With shrimp on it. Yeah, it sounds, like, sounds disgusting. disgusting. And some fresh cracked pepper. Nothing better. Dear God. I can, I can think, think of, of lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a clear divide in this podcast. On the, the open face sandwich uh, field, there's nothing better in the field of open face sandwiches <clears> than some <throat> shrimp on bread. Uh, and I would say that is... Actually, I would say that's not a sandwich, so I just undercut my own argument. <laughs> you did, exactly. No. It's a piece of bread. Yeah, a hot dog is not a sandwich, and also, like, is food food is the stupidest question ever, and it becomes this contentious debate on Twitter, like, once a week. And, is uh, M&M's candy or yeah. chocolate? No, it's candy. It's both. But it's candy-coated chocolate. Coated cho- okay. Is chocolate see, candy? See what I'm saying. Is chocolate oh candy? Food food is stupid. Yeah. Is, is chocolate candy? Here's um, my advice to all the listeners out there. Myra, Stop quit listening. Twitter. <laughs> Everyone else, 
quit Twitter. Just yeah. quit it. Stop arguing. Don't try. Every food is food. Hot dogs doesn't they all they suck. Doesn't matter all the same. Are if they are they a sandwich? Are they a bun? Are they a hot dog? No one gives a shit. So just just eat it and shut your mouth. Is Lucas Pizza a sandwich? <laughs> If you roll them up open in carpet, he's definitely an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> All right, that does it for the Twitter mailbag. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. Welcome back into the final segment of the program. Before we dive right into it, Stefan would like to uh, explain himself a little bit over something that happened earlier in the show. Uh, so earlier in the show, it may have sounded like I threatened to murder a pro athlete with a gun. I would just like to clarify that, first of all, I don't own a gun. Uh, and I don't think I need to be capable of murder. And second of all... Uh, I was talking more about like his contract and maybe so, his like play on the ice. Yeah, just like also. it's like a metaphor. Yeah, if you could. So the question is about his contract and his play on the ice. As a person, he's like I'm very sure nice Lucas guy Pisa and, is a very fine human being. Yeah, I, I'm sure I, if I met him at a bar, I'd be like, "Sup, bro? What's going on?" Yeah, I feel I feel <laughs> you bad. Take a selfie. You know, I don't want to make fun of. We have to separate the person from the play on the ice. We were just talking about an article that David Ebner of the Globe and Mail posted. uh, I'm not sure when this was published, but yeah, it was a story about Lucas Pisa being um, so uh, violently hated in this city, and uh, he was out for dinner at a restaurant, and the um, hostess, I suppose, who was like guiding him over to his table, was like, "Luca, table for two, Luca." Oh, that's cool. You have the same name as the shitty defenseman who plays for the Canucks. <laughs> and that sucks. So yeah. I feel for him in that regard, but also... It sucks when people think you suck and they also don't recognize your face. Yeah. That's like a double... That's a double I mean, whammy. If we should be mad at anyone as Canucks fans, it's, it's Benning for signing him yeah. and trading for him in the first place. And even still, I'm so sh- to I'm clarify, we would shoot Benning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that Jim Benning is a nice man in, yeah. in life as well, that yeah. he's a good... Human it being. was all hypothetical. I just yeah. don't want him in control of a hockey team that I uh, hope succeeds because that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, given what he has done with it to date. <laughs> <laughs> but we are into the final segment of the show, wrapping things up uh, before too long here because the show is uh, it's been a it's been a long one, gents. And there's some regular segments that will take place during this spot that we are not going to get to today because. We're running short on time, but Stefan, uh, this is your baby right here, so I'll turn things over to you. It is now time for the HF Board's Post of the Week. Um, so if anyone listening goes on HF Boards, and I'm sure a lot of you do, it's just the greatest hockey website in the world um, because everyone is, like, violently stupid. Um <laughs> And there's some smart people, and, and they stand out, and, and they're great and everything. I don't know why they're and still why there. And why are they there? Yeah, it's a little weird. But um, So this segment is uh, the HF Boards Post of the Week. And this was actually posted uh, I, over a week ago, I think. But I'm going to read You've it You've been doing anyway. show prep for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is my favorite poster on HF Boards, specifically the Canucks section. Um, we would love to have them on the show. We Well, uh, maybe not. Yeah, We would not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and if any of you follow... But Bow Wow, if you're listening, we would love to have you yeah. on the show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, PFT Commenter, if any of you follow him on Twitter. This guy's like PFT Commenter for hockey, but also like real. 
so it's kind of depressing. <laughs> Not performance art. Um, anyway, I'm going to read his, uh, his part of his post here. Uh, I'm going to read it verbatim. I just want to say his name is Bowie Horvat. Uh, which I guess is either like a David Bowie reference or a Bowie knife reference, or he just really somehow misspelled bow. Um, and underneath his username, it says, uh, if I can just, let's scroll up here and take a look. Um, an actual fan. Unlike these fake fans yeah. running this podcast yeah. over here. Uh, okay, so he, he posts a hypothetical defensive lineup for the Canucks, uh, which includes Spiza. He says, do people not see the genius in this lineup? You tank and you gain expansion protection for Spiza. Well, whatever D prospects develop. There's 16 teams in the East and 14 in the West. I contend that Benning is simply a two-faced liar and Spiza is expansion protection. He lies about everything because they will refuse to tank, but it's what they're doing for three years while remaining competitive, signing mediocre players that stopgap prospects and acquire superior picks. Um, I, there's a lot of things wrong with this post I, I don't know if you guys want to chime in at all but to me it's it's no well this is like my defense of ryan miller that i mentioned earlier yeah right? it's like really going to great lengths to try and justify something that is frankly unjustifiable i think he's giving benning a lot of credit for like thinking ahead three years i think the farthest benning thinks ahead is that like he pre-ties his ties so he doesn't have to like know. tie you know i think he's can... thinking about like some open-faced shrimp sandwiches yeah. for lunch yeah but anyway bully horvat will feature on the show uh, like every week, probably. <laughs> He's a wonderful Congratulations, man. Bowie Horvat. Shout out to you and your family and whoever else is uh, important in your life. Thank you for the post. Yeah. You're famous for the week. Don't and stop posting. Don't probably stop. next week, too, given <laughs> the current state of things. Absolutely. You rebel, rebel. Well, I think it's been a smart move to largely avoid talking about uh, what might be happening in sports right now, because by the time this comes out tomorrow, Eddie Lack might still be a Canuck. Jacob Markstrom might not be. Uh, Kevin Bieksa might not be. Who knows? All of this stuff is up in the air, and it could change dramatically before we... Uh, get this thing out into the public on Friday. But uh, we will say goodbye. Before we do that, it's been a pretty cynical podcast because we do not feel good about the future prospects of our professional sports teams of choice. We will wrap things up by brightening things somewhat with a feature we like to call One Good Thing, where, gentlemen, you get to pick one thing you like in the world of sports, pop culture, whatever it happens to be. Maybe it's something in your own life, like getting rollerblades for $500. (laughs) (laughs) $400. Just pick one thing that you would like to recommend that uh, puts a nice cherry on top of this cynical Sunday. McDonald's has, you can get, like, coffee, like iced coffee for, like, a dollar in the summer. I think that's pretty sweet. Uh, they paid me to say that. <laughs> All Very right. gracious. But that's my Thank thing. You, you can get dollar drinks at McDonald's. Real good show. It's brought wonderful. to you by Dollar Ice Coffees at McDonald's. And drinks. I like to get the Fruitopia. Um, my one good thing this week is uh, I saw Inside Out on Tuesday. And man, what a tremendous film. I'm a little biased because I do love cartoons and I watch most of them uh, that come out. But yeah, incredible. Great voice acting. Great film. Uh, yeah, loved it. So if you're a fan of anything that's good, then you should go see it. And I'm going to recommend a film as well that I rewatched for a second time that I hadn't seen since it was in theaters last year that I very much enjoyed. And uh, if you listen to movie podcasts, you've probably heard it recommended to you numerous times on many different places as well because... It's a great movie, probably my favorite of 2014. It's called The Guest, directed by Adam Wingard, who previously made a horror movie called You're Next, and it's 
fabulous. If you like the 80s films of John Carpenter and James Cameron, definitely check out The Guest. It's extremely violent. It's uh, satirical in its violence. I, I think so, anyways. Uh, and, yeah, I don't want to say too much about it because it spoils some great twists in there, but it's uh, about a, a family who are visited by a soldier returning home from the war and their son has died and he was serving with him and it pops in to see the family. It's like a twist on uh, those movies where somebody comes to visit a family and fixes all their problems. I feel as though I should shout Stop out Simon loss. Barrett because he wrote it and we follow each other on Twitter. So Really? Yeah. All right. it's, it's a very... It, I love that movie. It's, it's great. tremendous. If yeah. you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. You're really going to like it. I know I certainly did the second time. The Guest is available to rent for $6 on iTunes. The Guest, <laughs> proud to present. Real good show. <laughs> that is one good thing. We all like things in the end. Just sometimes they don't happen to be sports. Until we bring you another show again. We hope. In two weeks' time. If the show is picked up for a sequel, we'll find out And if I'm not enough. arrested. Yes, for the <laughs> violent well, threats against Lucas Visa. Contract, contract. Yes. Yeah, there's a contract on him. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, God. <laughs> This has been The Real Good Show. <laughs> I'm Justin Morissette. I'm Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Until next time. Should we cut the part where I threatened to shoot Lucas? <laughs> no, you didn't threaten. For sure. And you also, clear, you also made it very clear, like, we're joking, right? Okay, I'm shooting. <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs>